Hello and welcome to Fan Critical, where today your resident Star Wars nerds are here to emerge from the Sarlacc pit, rub all of the acidy goo off themselves and immerse themselves in the crime works of Tatooine. Today I'm joined by John and I'm Len and this is how I want you to sort of picture us. If you've seen this show, uh, The Book of Boba Fett, uh, there's two huts that get carried around on this like litter with like these humans carrying around. Just imagine that right now that is me and John, two giant slugs approaching you, mm. about to dissect um, this show for your pleasure. Mm. Hello, John. How are you, yeah. my fellow hut? Yeah, good. Yes. Uh, I mean, I thought it was going to be. I was going to be the rancor and you're going to be riding me but um but that's all right we can save that for another save another that pod. for a private podcast if anything um that's <laughs> patreon only patreon yeah um, if you want to I'm see good, me mate. Right, i'm John. good how are you no yeah i'm good i'm good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm good mate i'm good i'm uh you know it's, it's, there's a lot of shows out at the moment you know um mm. we'll talk about it more in 60 minutes to midnight i'm sure but you know there's lots going on and i'm happy that you have finally got the time to see this because last time we did 60 to min 60 minutes you had only you know you'd heard mixed things but i think i might have just pushed yeah. you over the edge to uh actually g- give it a go yeah pretty much um i as i say yeah i'd heard mixed things and then as is the way with um, this is the way and that's not supposed to that's not supposed to be a pun yeah um but as is the way with uh social media um they just go and just spoil everything don't mm. they like mm. people online don't care they don't give you like a one week buffer or anything like that um so you know i'd i'd seen some screenshots and i was like for fuck's sake mm. um luke's in it is he i'm going to have to go and watch this so yeah, exactly um exactly. so that was really annoying um i feel like <clears throat> i probably missed out a little bit on some of the more like oh shit man that that's happened is it because you know it'd be like it'd be like going to the cinema and someone's like oh yeah so basically darth vader is actually luke's dad and you're like what, <laughs> what are you talking about? just go in there and you'll you'll piece it together it's the like, Simpsons. why have you told me it's that when homer's coming out of yeah. the uh, cinema yeah ah. so it's so that was uh, very annoying mm. um but uh but yeah your your recommendation of it um, the fact that that it was slow and got better, I was like, okay, mm. I'll give it a go. Mm. Uh, watched the first episode, and I was like, yeah, you know, it was it was alright. The first couple of episodes, it's alright, yeah, yeah, it, absolutely fine, absolutely fine. I wasn't like, Jesus, this is terrible. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah, I've, I've seen it all now. Fact, fact. Yeah, did check before we started recording. You definitely seen it all. He said, yeah. <laughs> Because some people would think there's only yeah. six episodes or something, but there's a seventh episode, which... Because when I got to the end of the sixth episode, I was like, is that a season finale? And then, I luckily, there was a, an amazing finale, I have to say. Um, definitely worth uh, sticking around for just for that episode. So I thought we'd do things the way we usually do them, John. And we did a Mandalorian season two uh, review. And we're going to keep this kind of the same. We're going to talk about our favourite moments from the season. But before we get onto that, yeah... Hold your droids, okay? Hold them. Don't get too ahead of yourself, right? Or your little, you know, speed 
Naboo fighters hold those back as well because they're very exciting and we'll talk about that later um, I want your overall thoughts and a blueberry score on the book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian 2.5 thoughts yeah uh, well <clears throat> this is the problem right mm. um a lot of what I'm about to say is probably going to be quite like contradictory because <laughs> clearly when the Mandalorian turns up, you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. All right. And then Luke Luke turns up and then fucking Ahsoka and Grogu and you're like, oh, my word, what is this? <laughs> what is this show? And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, fucking hell, yeah, like, and then you've obviously got Mandalorian wielding the dark saber, and it's yeah, like terribly. Hell, he's been thrown out of the order, and it's just like, hold on, is this the book of Boba Fett, or what's, what's yeah, going on here? Exactly right. Um, it's uh, and that's the problem. That's the problem with this season. It's kind of, it would almost be better to not name it after Boba Fett. Mm. They should call it like. Um, <sighs> Republic, something to do with the new Some, republic. Something to do with you know, you know, well, what I mean? or like Tatooine or something. Hunters, like, like you know, like bounty hunters, whatever, something like that. Do you know what I mean? Something cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's. I mean, he's not in it enough to. to <laughs> I mean, he's not. He's not the protagonist, is he? Mm. Let's be honest. I, I'll, um, I'll be honest with you as well. When he is in it, uh, sorry to interrupt. You, you can continue after this. When he is in it, Fennec. Uh, Shand is fucking running the show, bro. She's running the show. So mm. it's kind of like yeah. the Fennec Boba Mando show. It's interesting. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Um, I think they could go in an interesting direction with Fennec, to be honest. But mm. <clears throat> we'll see how that pans out. Um, yeah, look, I, I think as a as a whole, as, as a season, um, this is one of the ones where I feel like the blueberry system is going to be harsh yeah rather than fair um because i think i mean this is a a three and a half it's better than a three it's not a four (laughs) we don't do um we don't do so so. no we don't do halves we don't do halves ever don't even Um, mention it then you know not even if we had a dark saber so uh i think i'm gonna have to give it a three bloob um which is fine Mm. um i I reckon, and this is a bit mad to say, but I reckon had they have uh, had they had the Mandalorian come in uh, episode six and seven, mm-hmm. but still still had Boba appear and stuff, and give Boba a little bit more time with um, uh, with the Sand People, the Tusken um, Raiders, yeah, 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 because that was very like Dances of Wolves. Dances with wolves, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, I was, I was gutted. I was gutted for for Boba. I was like, "What the fuck?" And the sound I, people, you know, he had a, he had a good thing bastards. going there. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Um, it's a bit difficult for it to be like. I, I mean, I was genuinely confused when he went back and everyone was slaughtered. I was like, "Is this <laughs> is this the same group?" Because yeah. this feels very heartless. Um, which is good, I guess, in a way. It's quite cutthroat, but. Um, yeah, I uh, I feel like it it suffered by. I wonder what the writing was like. Were, were they writing the book of Boba Fett? Yeah, and then it got to a point where they were like, "It's not enough here. This is a bit, yeah, it's a bit thin." 
here with story. I, I wonder whether or not <clears throat> some of this was supposed to be in Mando uh, rather than one rather than one episode. It's it be like two or three episodes worth of content, and then they've just gone. Do you know what? Get rid of that and get the Mandalorian involved. Yeah, I don't mind him turning up. It do, it does make sense. It annoys me a little bit that Grogu's turn up as well. It's kind of like, yeah, I does think, he have to be here? Is it well? Yeah, it's interesting because I'll, I'll dovetail off your your score, and uh, I think what happened is there's just not enough content with Boba there, and the way out of his situation is kind of impossible without the help of the Mandalorian and Grogu. The way it's just written and mm. built up, like this big climactic battle. I mean, we'll get onto it later, but his 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 army, and I'm doing a little quotation marks because it makes me laugh how small it is, um, is never going to be able to take down the threat that's imposed upon them without the help of like a Mando character. So I kind of think they had to sort of write him into it, like you said, like the final episodes. Mm. But then I reckon, I mean, it's tough because I'm, I'm, I'm caught in two minds. I'm sitting there going... I love the stuff with Luke and Grogu and I love, um, Mm. I just loved everything about it. Um, Just having a glimpse of Luke training someone and we'll get onto it in more detail and stuff like that. So there's a part of me that's like, that's just a lovely treat that I just wasn't expecting. And and, and for that reason, I'm kind of like, oh, that's amazing. And if I take away the name of the series, and like I said, if you just phrased, phrased it as something else, I think it would have obviously gone down Tatooine a lot. stories. Yeah, you know, whatever. But then why is Grogu? And, you know, yeah. Anyway, but um, well, yeah. it's, for me, it, 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 it was already very good, um, even before The Mandalorian showed up. It was good. I mean, it was good to very good. It was like a, you know, it was definitely a decent show like i felt the stuff with boba was very interesting i like the deep dive into um the tuscan raiders i love that i was like okay mm. peeling a bit of information about it. there's like a cool sand monster thing at some point there's a train sequence which i thought yeah. was amazing um there's loads of stuff in there that's just really cool um it, it, it makes me laugh how tatooine's become quite comical um in this show like some of some of it's quite slapstick which is kind of cute in a way but also like you're supposed to fear you know the huts and this big crime organization <laughs> that's sort of sprung up over thousands of years um but overall I, i'm gonna give the show a four and i'll tell you something if it was i mean the finale alone gets a five because it's just incredible. I, I actually can't fault the finale in any way, shape, or form. I think it does so many things. Do you reckon? I think it does so many things on so many levels where I'm just like, even at fan service, but uh, I, I think the dialogue's good. I think the acting's good. I think that, I think, and this is the thing that I think is amazing about, um, and this is why I think Star Wars should be a serialized show from now on, re- regardless. I mean, yeah, maybe occasionally there's a film, but it just works so well mm. as a show format. It gives you so much more time with different characters. And the special effects, they don't take a hit. They look incredible. Like, I was watching yep. this, this the, these last episodes going, if we look back at this in 20 years, it's going to look fantastic. You know, it's going to look mm. absolutely amazing. The anime, sort of the, the 3D animation on like the Rancor and just the Starfighters and the space, it, the space stuff, the ships. I was just like, this it looks, it looks unbelievable. So I'm... yeah. I really think it's found Star Wars has found 
I think it's found its correct format of storytelling. And people might say it's had that for ages with Clone Wars and the and the Bad Batch and uh, Star Wars Rebels. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I love those shows. I, I definitely enjoy their serialized format. It does give them more opportunity. Um, but it's nice to see elements of those sort of what started off as like quite childish animated shows and definitely grew into an adult audience. Um, it, mm. It's starting to see those elements come through into the live action arena now, um, especially with some characters that turn up later on, which is great. So I, I, yeah. I like what they're doing. I think they just fucked up with the name. And, you know, yeah, we'll get onto it later. But you, you mentioned Grogu coming back and I was like, I'm a bit annoyed that that resolution's happened so quickly. I kind of feel like Mando mm. might have needed a season on his own to really have a bit of a, a soul-searching journey. But we can get on to that and, you know, our hopes for Mando 3 and all that jazz. So four for me. I can't believe, I can't, yeah. I, I mean, I can't believe that that Grogu's back now and that they're going to go into the Mandalorian season 3 yep. just as a duo again. Yep. And it, it can't, it, yeah, I mean, it is interesting. I mean, there's a part of me, the cynic within me, that Disney were just like, look, guys, Grogu is like, as, as a toy, like, I've got one on my desk right now, and I've got another animatronic one ordered, <laughs> right? And I'm a grown man. Now, I think Disney are probably sitting there going, I'm probably going to buy a plushy one for my little boy. So I'm just going to order one now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is like me and the fucking what are those little um Porg. Porgs. That's in the bin now. Those poor yes, <laughs> bin that. It's in the actually I, I went to a car boot sale or what you Americans might call a yard sale. Uh put it in the a yard, yard sale. sale yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> but I think there's a part of me that's like Disney are like, you you can't go in we have to have Grogu in the show because he's an absolute cash cow. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and John Favreau and, and Robert Rodriguez are probably just sitting there going, you know what? We prefer writing episodes with him in it anyway, to be honest. So they're probably like, yeah, okay, let's do mm. that. Um, but anyway, we'll get on to all that. Before we get into the season highlights, just a quick plug here to say, uh, John's mentioned it already. If you want to see me ride John like a rancor, and that is not a sexual uh, <laughs> pun or anything, you have to go to www.patreon.com forward slash fan critical. Now, if there is no um, post to do with me riding John, it'll be there one day just not right now okay um but other than that there budget, are budget yeah, budget constraints. um We're there are Disney. some other posts some bonus content uh you can get a bit more interactive with us if you like um but there is also um the money that you give us helps us run this podcast basically and allows us to make these shows so it's extremely important and we have mentioned before that hopefully in the future we will do some fan critical productions short films uh, maybe some short audio dramas. Who knows? You know, the, the sky's the limit, okay? Um, once we get out of the Sarlacc pit. So please go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical and donate anything you can to help, um, you know, help us. Help us out. That's all we want, isn't it, John? Just a little bit of help. Help us. Help us. Just a little bit of help would be nice, to be yeah. honest. This listeners. is the way. You know I mean? This is the way, listeners. This <laughs> is the way. Right, John. Season highlights. I think what I've done here is I've written down a list of things I felt were essential to making this a, what I think is a very good season and you think is a good, too very good season. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't take that the wrong way, listeners. I'm sure a lot of you agree with us that by the end it, it gets much better. But we'll start at the beginning because this show is about Boba Fett. And the interesting thing about Boba Fett is he's such a fascinating character because with <clears> limited <throat> screen time in the original trilogy, uh, he became a cult character to the point where he has been... It's been talked about he had his own film originally, uh, which was very famously canned uh, about four years ago. And obviously now that's evolved into this show. So a lot of elements from that are probably in this. Now, what's fascinating about Boba Fett is we don't know much about the guy. Like, you, obviously, we get a look into Django Fett and stuff in the prequels. And we know how the how who he is, what he looks like, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing, because we know he's a clone. But it's interesting to me. Well, he's not he's not a clone. He's the actual son, but he looks like the clones. You know what I mean? Anyway, I digress. Why he, does he look like the clones? Because um, he's Django's son. So he's got a, a likeness to the clones. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he, he just, well, I mean, he's, he is a clone, surely. Yeah, well, a, a real one with sperm and an egg and everything. Um, so. Because <laughs> you don't look exactly like your dad. No, do I you? agree. I agree. I agree. But anyway, yeah. So we don't know much about him. So this is nice to finally get into Boba Fett's character. Now, John, I'm going to say something right now. I thought Boba Fett was going to be, and obviously we've seen him in Mando um, season two, but overall I thought he was going to be a more villainous character, have some villainous traits to him, but he's a saint. He is, the man is a saint. (laughs) (laughs) There's not a bad bone in his body, is there? (laughs) Mm, Silly, isn't it? It's a little silly, isn't it? Um, do you think that's because, and we'll come on to one of my highlights, is, and we've talked about it, is Boba Fett's journey with the Tuscan Raiders, the Sand People. Um, we've already touched on it. It's a bit like Dances with Wolves. Uh, nice to give them some story, but also to soften um, the cruel, and I say cruel, I'm doing little quotation marks again because I don't think he is cruel, um, heart of Boba Fett. You know what I mean? The, the, yeah. sand, the sand People are there well, to I mean, soften that, it. that is... Yeah, that, I mean, that is exactly what it's supposed to be. Um, it's just too quick, isn't it? And his entire personality is... And again, I, look, I'll, I'll let it go. I'm I'm not... I mean, there are plenty... There, if you were to go on, like, Star Wars forums, yeah. I'm sure there's oh my many, God. many people that are furious about this portrayal of... Uh, Boba. Of Boba. Um, who cares, right? I mean, fucking hell. Like, it's... Um, it's <clears throat> it's Star Wars. Like you're never gonna have like a, a protagonist that is like evil. Um, should he have been a little bit more uh, villainous? Maybe a mm. little bit more cutthroat. Maybe mm. he uh, at one point he like kind of sacrifices. Imagine like so Jamie Lannister now. Obviously, he has his his growth over a number of seasons, but obviously, there's that bit where he escapes and he fucking kills his cousin to like to get out of that situation, and it's just so cutthroat after sleeping like... with his sister. <clears throat> after sleeping yeah, with well, his sister, yeah, that well as well. <laughs> yeah, um, well, he's made yeah, some decisions. Things. Yeah, he's made some very very dodgy decisions. It has yeah. to be said. Pushed a boy out a window. <laughs> <laughs> the list goes on. 
Yes. Um, but the point is, is that he starts his growth where you kind of like, you, you start to feel a bit sorry for him when he's captured. And yet he sacrifices one of his many Lannister cousins to get out. And it's like, oh, what a bastard. Um, and it's kind of like, I mean, you're never going to have that in this, but you could, there could have been something where it's like uh, Boba escapes from somewhere with someone else and they're clearly working together. Yeah. And then Boba just kills him anyway because he's like, it's easier to go on the run on my own well, than th- with this random guy. I thought he was going to do that to the weird alien creature who sells him out when he tries to escape. You know, the little trunk one, one with the trunk, you know? Um, yeah. Anyway, that would have been good. Instead, that one gets eaten by yeah. a sand monster, which I thought was a nice little highlight. That was wicked. Hmm. Um, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm not sure if it was made up for the show, but I've never heard of these sand monsters. Um, Tatooine's got very interesting now. So it's got the giant sand dragon from Mando season two, which is obviously akin to Dune. And there's a lot of Dune elements in Star Wars and a lot of Star Wars elements in Dune, funnily enough. And now it's got this sand monster. The spice. The spice. And they talk (laughs) about spice in this fucking show. Yeah, 100%. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What has that happened? Why are they doing that? (laughs) This is ridiculous, man. Uh, It is. They could name it anything else. Um, Fucking the spice. Yeah, literally the same thing. And it's worth a lot of money again. So mm. The spice melange. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought the train heist was very cool. Uh, the train sort of mm. bit where he teaches the Tuscan Raiders how to ride speeders. Um, and Loca Bentha. Loca Bentha. Loca Bentha. Yeah. Just nodding. bizarre. Bizarre. This is Boba Fett, for fuck's sake. What's he doing? Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. The only thing that would have made this whole situation weirder is if he fell in love with one of the sand people. I was thinking, is that where they're going to go with this? That that, that one who was teaching him, mm-hmm. you know, the, the sort of... Yeah. Uh, you know what you want to mean. Well, she uh, was quality, wasn't she? She's cool. She was really good. She's cool. Yeah. Um, in fact, I liked all of the... What do they look like underneath the... Uh... That's... I, I don't know. I want to know. But maybe I yeah. don't want to know. I'm not Googling it. No. <laughs> it's, a, it's a subcategory in uh, some websites that you go on, John. Just check it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, yeah. the train stuff was wicked. And then obviously the, the Tuscan Raiders get decimated, which I thought was quite powerful and gives, like we've talked about, mm. gives Boba a, a sense of injustice. And, you know, he, he wants revenge against the biker gang. And I'm doing quotation marks again. For some reason, mm, there's a Tatooine yeah. biker gang now going around. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's having all these visions about his past whilst he's in the, the, the Bacta tank, which is healing him very well, I might add. He looks fantastic when he comes mm. out of that thing. Um, <laughs> and he, he loves his Bacta tank so much that even during the, the run of the show, he's offering its services to everyone. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a run in the Bacta <laughs> tank. You'll be all right. <laughs> He literally is. He's like fucking when Chris Stanton yeah. turns would you up. Though? Like, yeah, he's like... I don't know if you would. I think he, I'd be like, that's mine. No one else get in there. Yeah, he offers it to the fucking Wookiee later on. He's like, oh, are you a trip to the back to tank, mate? Like, it's like hair How everywhere. How big is this back to tank? It looks like it just fits Boba. I'm pretty sure it does. <laughs> yeah. Now you're going to lend it to like an eight foot Wookiee. Yeah. Um, hair everywhere, What do you make of that Wookiee? Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it now. So um, I want to talk about, you know, some of the players around Boba. We'll talk about <laughs> Fennec, Fennec Shand first um, because mm. she's obviously the most important. Uh, obviously in Mando season two, Mando sort of kills her and then uh, Boba saves her life. 
and she is a master assassin and she is very adept very smart and she is essentially the hand of the king as you were or the hand of the daimyo mm. in this uh, series and i thought she, <laughs> i thought she was pretty cool and and this is the other thing yeah. about boba i feel like he needs to be a bit more assertive like he's always she seems to be taking the lead which is what i was saying earlier like she is the one who is telling him how everything works but he's been in this business for decades he's serving at the hand <laughs> of uh, of the huts you know what i mean mm. he knows the inner workings yeah. of all this shit he's been there he was part of it so it's a bit interesting to me that she's like running the show i, I felt they should have given him some more dialogue maybe they were like on set and they were like oh actually maybe we need to share this dialogue out because it's a bit weird if it all comes from bob or something i don't know it just felt weird to me yeah i mean i, I see i don't mind that he's a bit kind of naive mm. on the political side. Mm. Um, but, I mean, he should definitely be streetwise. Oh, yeah. And he isn't. And he also, like, I mean, every everything goes against him and he seems quite <laughs> chilled. chilled about it, even so, though he's the famous Boba Fett. People should be terrified of him. Like, when he's in that room and he's like, look, are you going to join me in this fight? And they're all like, no. And he's like, all right, then. See you later. Yeah. all right. Well, okay. Well, just don't, don't get, get involved. involved. Don't Give get... me a word that you're not going to get involved. You know they're getting involved. Like, why is what's going on here? It's mental. These people. The bit where it's like are scumbags. They're in the fucking yeah. They're in that fucking burnt out bar, and it's like, look, we'll, we'll hole up in the Paris uh, in the palace because that's that's definitely better to do. It's a it's a much better place to to hold fort. It's like, well, no, let's stay here in this shit bar as a symbol <laughs> to these people. people. And he's like, okay, yeah. What? Why is he taking fucking advice from this, uh, like, android girl? Like, go away. <laughs> it's mental. It is he's just, mental. like, he's, he's, he's too suggestible. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Who he, knows? He yeah. comes across as a bit of a moron, to be honest. He does. And, he, but he has got some cool manoeuvres, uh, which we'll get onto later, which sort of pull him away from being... I guess I guess the thing is when you when there's this mystical character that people have made stories up about and people like fans and people have literally an extended canon universe stuff made these fantastical stories about him up um then when actually someone goes you know what we will revive that character and they give you something if it's not up to your what you were thinking do you know what I mean then you're just going to reject it and I think a lot of people are surprised at how how little he wore his armor, and how because li- <laughs> I think that really pissed people off from what I've heard, and also how li- how little edge he had, like actual edge, like you know, like we talked about that yeah. ruthless streak uh, and streetwise now, which is interesting. But um, another person mm. on his team is Chrysanthemum, the gladiator Wookiee, who is in extended universe stuff with uh, the Darth Vader comics and stuff like that. He is fucking awesome. I love him. I love him to bits. Getting Wookiees involved, um, just in a, in a capacity other than Chewbacca, is a is a very good thing for me. Uh, and that time they're having that war on the Wookiee planet in Revenge of the Sith, I think, where Yoda's there, and before Order sixty, yeah. whatever, um, Order sixty six, yeah. yeah, before that. Um, so getting a Wookiee in in a more sort of aggressive villainous sort of character you know someone with an edge 
a Wookiee who is, you know, out for himself and quite evil at times. But you can tell, <laughs> you can tell you're going you're gonna to warm up to him. You know what I mean? You knew straight away you're going to warm up to this guy, you know? You love him, yeah. don't you? You love yeah. him. You love a Wookiee. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, definitely. Uh, he's a big, big fella, isn't he? Huge. A big old Wookiee. Huge. Because, you know, I mean, Chewbacca is also very tall. It's quite trim, I'd say, Chewbacca. Yeah, he's a lean one. He's he's been on the uh, he's been on a diet like me. He's just slimming down. I There's... think, yeah, yeah, I think if you were to shave Chewbacca, <laughs> um, he'd probably be like be basketball. That would basketball esque. Be... There's a vision, I reckon, uh, for you. Yeah. What does a shaved shave Wookiee him. look like? Mental. I, I, I'm Could just picturing it. it. It's terrifying. Are you googling uh, it? Don't do Chewbacca it. shaved. No, why not? Chewbacca oh, shaved. You're going to get some really shaved. weird shit coming up there. I'm telling you that right now. I reckon some sexual things are going to pop up. Uh, okay, I mean, this is a bit weird. Uh, Jesus, look at this. Oh, my God. It looks like a human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're looking at a picture that of... That does make sense, though. I a mean... Neanderthalic type man. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he's got a big egg head. Like Egg Boy, um, Egg Boy, Doctor Robotnik. I'm trying to think who he looks like. He looks a bit like, uh, um, Janice Slint. I know it's another oh, God, Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones reference. reference. Oh, God. Sorry, that's um, a very obscure one as a well. Bit, a little bit like if you, yeah. I mean, it's that is it's obscure. Awful, season two of the show. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> yeah, he's, so he's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, from memory, he's got a. I think he's got like a little dyed beard or something to yeah, show he's a little bit evil. Cool, <laughs> he's cool, man. He's got yeah. a dyed goatee for a Wookie. Yeah, he's got edge. I 100%. think he's got more edge than yes. Boba. Yes, because you, you you can tell he's he's done some bad things, and he has. He's a gladiator. He's a very famous gladiator fighting in the fighting pits or whatever. Not of Marine. That's another Game of Thrones reference, but uh, of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like yeah. him. I think he's a fantastic addition. And yeah, I really hope he's in more Mando uh, stuff. And I'm sure he will be because he's fucking cool. Um, I've got an issue with the biker, what I've called here, John, the youth group biker gang uh, with mods. Yeah. Fucking abysmal. The YMCA. Fucking yeah, terrible. abysmal. Do you know what makes them <clears throat> even worse? Um, is one uh, the accents they put on terrible? Ugh. Two, they're riding around <laughs> in fucking hover vespers. What the fuck is going on mm. here? They're and so slow, they're, like, but they're just so it's so un Star Wars. You've got like a fluorescent pink Vespa type hover bike, and then a fluorescent red and yellow. It's just it looks I terrible. Yeah, I mean, it does look terrible. Um, I would forgive it a little bit though, because they're clearly supposed to be like a counterculture, like mm. mods. Yeah, and I don't necessarily mind that off the back of a you know a, a massive universe conflict that's come yep. to an end. Yeah, so you're gonna have this like boom of like alternate uh, counterculture esque like teenage kids, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously they're all like they're all androids, aren't they? Or they're uh, they're, they're, they're doing like the sort of cyberpunk thing. Remember. They're doing the cyberpunk sort of thing. So they're modding their bodies with um, parts. So like Fennec Shand yeah, was so, taken to a modder to be saved. 
um they're like replacing arms and eyes and shit yeah not penises um could do. Could disney do. for fuck's sake could do easily as well yeah um but so yeah so i don't necessarily mind about the colors although it does seem a bit silly um much like when gaz really got fucked off with the uh the dancing planet in uh rise of skywalker where you've just got these people all the uh, weird celebrating the they're dancing just aliens. constantly dancing, constantly dancing. Wasn't that like a festival though? That was like a festival of life or something. No, nah, yeah, but I think it was a festival that goes on forever. But anyway, anyway. so um, but but the big problem I had with, was the, the speed of these. Uh, mm. They were so slow. Yeah, like I mean, particularly if you are, uh, if you're in a conflict. Uh, if you're just trying to get from A to B in a relatively safe place, fine, mm. go at that pace. Mm. Whereas if you're in a conflict and someone's taking shots at you, don't get on that bike. I'd rather be behind a wall, stable. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I knew immediately when they popped up, I was like, people are going to hate this lot. Oh, yeah. And then straight onto, straight onto Twitter and Instagram, oh, my word, the hate that these guys get. Everything they do, actually. The uh, there was a big thing about the spin. Do you see that? No. So, so one of the um, so this is in the last episode where you've got um the big Wookie, the young lady, yes, and then the guy with like the robotic eye. eye. Yeah, yeah. So they're obviously trying to run away from uh battle droids. I can't remember if they're being chased by the big battle droid thing. Yeah. Um. In fact, no. I think it's when. It might be some soldiers or whatever. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. they kind of stop, turn, um, and the guy with the cyborg eye yeah. does like a little spin. Yeah. Um, 360 <laughs> degree spin and yeah. then shoots. Um, and that was just trending because everyone was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What is this spin? It feels um, it feels very un-Star Wars because Star Wars is quite especially in this era of star wars very unchoreographed very rough uh and very sort of everyone doesn't really know an exact style because that was hundreds of years ago or you know when the jedi were actually at the height of their power and out you know what i mean like it just feels this is meant to be all very rustic and rough all the combat and the choreography yeah. and it feels well, western isn't it yeah exactly um anyway i didn't like him john I'm just gonna say right now that's one of the weak, anyone did. the weakest part of the show without a shadow of a doubt. A bizarre, bizarre addition, but obviously Boba needed soldiers. Let's get on to some of his other crew who are very important. Mando, who returns in episode five, and his his uh, introduction is brilliant. Going through that butchers, I loved it, absolutely loved it. And then he just whips out the dark saber and just fucking mows everyone down. So good. Um, and we find Injures out himself. <laughs> oh, he is yeah. not one with that Amateur. blade yet. Um, <laughs> he he basically catches up with the other Mandalorians, the um, the blacksmith and uh, or the armorer, and the other one who challenges him to a fight. And he gets exiled from the Mandalorian um, ways until he proves himself worthy again. Because he removed his helmet, which we know he famously did at the end of um, season two to reveal his face to uh, Grogu, which was actually a beautiful, beautiful moment. And um, 
I feel personally sad as well because they'll never yeah. see each other ever again. Oh, actually, no, because yeah, <laughs> in the very next episode of The Mandalorian, now <laughs> they're going to be together. Yep, unbelievable. Yep, <laughs> that's the thing. That's a good point, John. If you think about it, like if someone's binging, if you the just watch The Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then it makes no sense because you'll just be like, "What You're the like, fuck oh, is going, going on here?" here? <laughs> what have I missed here? They haven't thought about that, have yeah. they? Jesus Christ. Um, no. But Mando's exiled, and I think that's good for him because I, I'm sick of the Mandalorian way, to be honest with you. Like, oh, you know, don't take your helmet off. And this is what I'm going to get onto with the Jedi in a minute. <clears throat> you got to fucking learn to wake up and change with the times because it's getting ridiculous now. <laughs> All right, Mandalorians, you've been wiped out. Yep. You know, let him take his helmet off once in a while. He's the one who's fucking kept you going. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, I thought Mando was... Discipline, and- though, isn't it? It's discipline. Can't go, this is the way, but sometimes that's all right. Well, <laughs> no, I think... this is the way. No, is it though? Anyway, Mando, very well. good. And it was great. <laughs> he lifted the show to a whole new dimension. Um, and just, just, just having him back was so unexpected. I expected him to come back for like one episode, like you said, but to come back for, to be the joint star character of the season was, was brilliant. Um, and... Another surprise was there for us with Grogu and Luke. Um, now, uh, Mando goes to give uh, some something that looks like mithril to um, to uh, to Grogu. <laughs> I thought that. Yeah, it's just a mithril yeah. shirt. Um, and he turns up at this planet, and not only do you have Luke training Grogu, but you also have Ahsoka there, Ahsoka Tano. Now. And this is the start of the Jedi Academy, the famous Jedi Academy that Luke begins, starts training young younglings at, and then Kylo Ren destroys after Luke almost maybe kills him in his sleep. Very confusing sort of set, set, set of circumstances there. Well, this is the thing. So, I mean, there were some people saying that, well, because Grogu goes off with Luke yeah, to go and dead. join the Academy, he's, he's dead. But then it's like, well, I mean, he may not even be a Jedi now. He might, he might mm. walk away from that. I think, yeah, we'll get on to the decision in a minute. But I think, yeah, Grogu, his lifespan gives Disney carte blanche to do what they want. They can go for a teenage Groot like uh, Grogu in a new film. Do you know what I mean? very possible i think they would have to wouldn't they they had that yeah um, it's it would be ridiculous not to call that that'd be a difficult casting wouldn't it <laughs> who was a uh, groot in um uh guardians vin diesel wasn't it <laughs> it was vin diesel wasn't it, it? was yeah 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 vin diesel back yeah. again um mm. that is weird <laughs> casting um so grogu is being trained by luke and we get extended extended looks at his training it's like empire on steroids it's like, mm. it's, it's the exact mirror image. Like Grogu's literally in a backpack with Luke mm. as they're doing flips and shit and, and climbing trees and, you know, looking around this beautiful planet and trying to focus and move stuff. And I loved every minute of it, John. And I have to say, mm. um, we w- when Luke turned up at the end of Mandalorian season two, it was a jaw-dropping, one of the greatest television moments I've seen for, yeah, brilliant. for a very long yeah. time because one I didn't expect it two seeing him at the height of his power just mowing people down like these robots down it reminded me of when mm. we saw Vader at the end of 
Rogue One, and we Rogue talked about One. it then, and it, that yeah. was just glorious because it's terrifying. Um, hmm. So we, we we talked about how the face technology at the end of that wasn't the best. It was okay. It was okay. It's all right. Yeah. Oh my word! What has technology done in the last year to make it almost mm. perfect? It is no longer yeah. uncanny valley. It is. It is. We're totally there. You'd never mm. need an actor again. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It 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 has its it it does have its kind of shoddy moments where you kind of and in a nice way actually you kind of appreciate the um uh humans humanity a little bit mm. more because when you when you look at this CGI and you can kind of it does look there are moments where it looks dead behind the eyes a little bit okay okay I agree. You know I, mean? I agree, but um, blinking and also it. there is that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I look. I mean, fucking ill. I'm not having a go. You, I mean, if, go if they're listening, imagine that. Like, <laughs> fuck, well, what have you done? Um, what have you done? With your I'm life? just thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've no, made was, someone uh, look exactly like Luke Skywalker. All right, so that's a great <laughs> achievement. Um, yeah. No, I um, thought it looked amazing, and I loved. Um, I loved. Grogu and Luke's relationship because Grogu's like he's keen but he he's still a kid he's like a baby he's he's literally a toddler mm. which but yep. it's so hard for me to fathom like he was around when the fucking Jedi temple was destroyed well, we see it, don't we yeah yeah and yeah that's mad that's like 60 70 years 70 years 60 or 70 years at this point ago and he still ha- hasn't. He's like blanked those memories or something. And he's he's. Luke even says it, he knows loads. I'm just re- mm. helping him remember. Um, did you love their whole relationship, John? Like I did. Did you? Yeah. Look, I <clears throat> again. It's uh, I. Um. The 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 only problem I have with. Uh, Luke and, and Grogu and these scenes is that I just don't they don't belong in this season for me mm. that's that, that that's my only issue it's not that I didn't in terms of what happened and stuff yeah, yeah. I mean love it um, if anything give me more of it but just not in this season and I'm not saying that they just do a series that's just Luke and Grogu that would be no. ridiculous but um, even more so because most of it would just be Luke, a CGI, probably the most expensive TV series of all time. Well, but, they've um, talked about getting Sebastian Sebastian Stan, who plays the Winter Soldier, to play uh, a, a young Luke. And I think that's a very good shout. He looks just like him. He literally looks just like him. He shaved his beard off. So, Yeah, it's weird. I, I wonder if... I don't know what... Fucking um, hell. Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker, then. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, I, I wonder what Mark Hamill thinks about the whole CGI thing and whether or not he would prefer to be in it, his legacy to be what well, I mean, he definitely prefer to be in it, but I mean, I don't care. Get the big bucks. How good the de-aging technology is. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, fucking Luke's put on a few pounds. There's no discount on it. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I wonder if, if Mark Hamill would prefer it to, and a, a kind of a, a younger Luke Skywalker to be played by 
Sebastian Stan or another actor. I, I don't know. I think he'd be all right with it. Be if an he interesting got some money for it. Big bucks because he's getting money for this. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Is it? Yeah, money. <laughs> is it? Probably. Yeah. Um. So not like the artistic integrity nah. or no, wanting no, to no, hand no, over no, the bat no, and no, just none of that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Just give me the big bucks. Imagine that. Yeah. Sebastian um, Stan calls up Mark Hamill. Look, I obviously I won't <laughs> accept this without your blessing. He's like, yeah, you've got my blessing, but what's the what's the bunts? What's the bunts? You're like, sorry, what me. do you mean? Well, there's no money. Well, then no, then no. <laughs> I'll be on set tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah. No, this is what I'm talking to you about: these Mandalorians and the, and the Jedi. Now, I always got the impression that after the return of the Jedi. And the you know Luke starting his own <laughs> academy and stuff like that that he was going to take the teachings of the Jedi and do it his way, which did involve more attachment, some emotion, because um, mm. he's been in a situation that Grogu's been in when he was on fucking Dagobah and his friends are in trouble and he's like, "Now nah, see you later, Yoda. I'm going to go fucking fight. Uh, you know." I'm going to go fight Vader and free my mates who were captured by, you know, in the cloud city. And he yeah, knows. You're not ready, mate. You're not ready. Yeah, you're not ready. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'll be all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows the situation. Where's your hand gone? But he's been there and he and he's actually come through that situation in Empire and not only that retained his strong relationships with Leia Han all these people you know what I mean in Return of the Jedi and stuff so why the fuck is he saying to Grogu you've got to choose I think that's really unfair to Grogu like <laughs> you know yeah but it might no but that might be part of the course <laughs> yeah, you know, failed like once then, he gets he? his <laughs> well, no but I'm saying like once he once he graduates then it might be like alright well look you've got the certificate now and so, here's a lightsaber. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you've got your lightsaber. you got your certificate. Uh, you can go do whatever you want now. You do a master's if you want or whatever. Mm. What was interesting about that is you do see Yoda's lightsaber. How the fuck has he got that? I'm sitting there thinking because Yoda's <clears throat> lightsaber was last seen uh, Revenge of the Sith. He loses it when he fights Sidious and then escapes, he must have built another one with a kyber crystal on Dagobah. That's all I can think about, because that is the last time we see Yoda's lightsaber. You know, it's like how the fuck did Luke's lightsaber turn up in um, Force Awakens? You know, that fell down a fucking chute in the Cloud City. Do, do you think, yeah, I mean, are we going to get any, are we going to fill those gaps between Revenge of the Sith and yeah, I Empire think, with Yoda? Well, I'll tell you something, we'll talk about Obi-Wan in a minute, but that's coming. Um, and there could be some stuff in there that sheds a light on it. Um, maybe Obi-Wan has it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Grogu, he gets given this impossible decision, and I think it's a bit unfair. Like, I, I just wish <laughs> that the Jedi would form yeah. a new path, and I think... you got to create... Yeah, okay, but you got to create some sort of drama. If he just went, look, I'll teach you how to wield a lightsaber, and you yeah. just fucking come and go as you please, yeah, and be you'd sick. be a bit like, well... <laughs> well that might happen that I, might hope, happen. So. Who I knows? hope so no i guess what's interesting is i guess ray at the end of rise of skywalker is forging a new direction for the jedi you know she is potentially doing that so that's i guess yeah. straight to the bottom of rotten tomatoes that's mm. where she's uh... no nah, i like ray as a, i like ray as a character i've got no issues with ray at all um i think 
the scripting was terrible at times, but um, you know her as a character is great. I, I think she's a fantastic protagonist. Um, anyway, I digress. Grogu's the future of Star Wars. We all know that. So played by Vin Diesel. So um, <laughs> <laughs> this is new franchise after the Fast franchise. So yeah. just get ready. Yeah. Um, right. So we leave that there. But I just want to say, uh, lovely surprise to see um, Jedi stuff. I couldn't believe it. Mm. We know we're getting an Ahsoka show, so she had to sort of fuck off because she's going to be th- fighting uh, Thrawn, uh, General Admiral Thrawn, or whatever he's called, um, in her show. So this is what I mean. We're getting some great shows coming up uh, for these guys. Like I'm, I'm genuinely excited. Well, here's a question for you. Mm. Um, so, and I, I say this, uh, this is not an attack at all on... Um, on the clones, uh, on the direction that they've they've gone in, or <laughs> like, you know, literally cannot do any Star Wars pods without something turning no. into. Oh, that's what that show was called, or that book was called. <laughs> um, but uh, it really rank calls on me. Yeah. But um, so, uh, Cad Bane turns up, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh my god! Oh my goodness!" No, no. Not everyone does that. Uh-huh. There are a large group of people that are like, who fucks this guy? <laughs> and this is the problem that I have, yeah. is that it kind of... And look, the the, the animated series, um, uh, uh, the animated universe, should uh-huh. I say, um, has been massively successful. Mm. Um, certainly, I mean, it started as a, as a gap filler, Carried Star I think Wars. from memory, yeah, I think from memory, they really started to push them prior to Revenge of the Sith coming yep. out in the yep. cinema in the UK. Um, that's when I remember it being this thing. And obviously, it's kicked on from there, as you alluded to earlier. It's got a little bit more uh, adult. Very much so. Um, uh, and it's massively popular. Um, but there are still a group of people me yeah um and there'll be loads of people that don't watch the animated stuff at all that will be like who's this guy and then there will be other stuff like i mean look that realistically okay i'll i'll give ahsoka a a pass because like visually she's quite you would have seen her in loads of stuff even if you don't watch the animated stuff but but even someone like her, if you just watched the films and you just watched The Mandalorian, you'd kind of just be like, "Who's this person? What's her mm. What's her relevance?" Mm. And, and obviously, guess, it's it's huge. Yeah, you know, she's you mi- fucking you miss Anakin's some, Padawan. Like. Yeah, and that's it. You miss those subtle moments. And one of the ones that we should talk well should have mentioned was the fact that she's there with Luke, and Anakin was her master. You know, and her mentor for fucking years and made her the Jedi that she became before he turned to the dark side. She's literally devastated by that, obviously, and has been fighting against (laughs) Anakin for fucking generations. And then Mm. she's face to face with his son, who is now probably the most powerful Jedi in the universe. It's like, so yeah, it's a fascinating dynamic that you're right. If you don't know that history just loses that moment 
Whereas, but if you are a super fan, you know, I guess you do, you appreciate it, but it's crazy to think that. Well, she know? does that little thing where she says, oh yeah, your dad was like that. Your right? dad was like that. And yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. yeah. Dad used to love that, to be honest. <laughs> oh, he was, saying he, was a, he was a silly sausage, wasn't he? Oh, Anakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Oh God. He used to be a um, right laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Anyway, so you're right, but John. yeah, but but that but that but that was my complaint there. Cad Bane turning up. Mm. I mean, look, okay, he looks cool anyway. He is cool, and he turns up like a, mm. a proper grizzled um, Western Clint Eastwood. cowboy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but again, it's like I mean, I'm watching it, and I'm like, all right, well, clearly this guy is someone. I'll I'll Google him. And it's like yeah. too much of it. it was, it's almost like it's going, yeah, well, if you want to know how good that is, you have to do your fucking research beforehand. <laughs> and so well, yeah. I don't want to watch this show. I'm, mm. I don't want to have to watch multiple shows to know everything that's going on. You should just be able to watch something self-contained and go, right, okay, that's fine. I yes. don't need to watch the rest of that stuff. Yeah, I guess. And, I and it kind of feels like it's pushing you in that direction, as we've said. If you watch The Mandalorian Season 1, Mandalorian Season 2, and you're like, I won't watch The Book of Boba Fett, I'll just watch The Mandalorian Season 3, and you're like, right, I wonder how this is going to start. What's he doing back in the spaceship? <laughs> Where's he come from? They had a like an emotional, like they left. It would be like watching, again, we keep doing Game of Thrones references, but it's like, right, Jon Snow's left to go to the wall. And then the next episode, he's fucking... Batting, what the, he's the king in the north now. What's happened here? What's happened in these last two years? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you Silly. are right. Um, Cad Bane, for me, was obviously quite exciting to see because um, I knew his character from the animated stuff. But um, if you don't know him, I think he's a very visually striking character within the Star Wars universe. I think you, you see him and you're like... Like you said, his introduction is amazing. That, um, you know... He, the duel it's brilliant i loved it every moment they, of it um yeah i mean they, they they sort of know that the that the wider audience is going to be like who's this guy so yeah. to give him some sort of impact they have him come along and easily dispatch of um cob what's his yeah 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 cob van um yeah, cob vance whatever yeah yeah, Vant or Vance or whatever. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like so they know. So they're like, right, okay, we'll, we'll we'll have him make him look a fool. Um, yeah. Although you know he's definitely not dead. I mean, clearly shoots him in the, in yeah. the shoulder, shot and then the he puts about seven. <laughs> and I shot the deputy. Definitely shot. Yeah, the deputy. and I shot Deputy's the deputy seven dead. times. <laughs> definitely dead. <laughs> I wounded the sheriff and I annihilated the deputy. Like mental. Um. So yeah, I mean, vi- he was visually very striking. Um, is he is he dead? Uh, we'll get onto that in the finale. Uh, yeah, we'll get onto we'll get onto we'll just get onto the finale. Just get onto the finale, yep. John, because you know yep. Cad Bane turns up, turns the tide essentially because everyone fears him. He's got a huge history as a bounty hunter. He's actually defeated Jedi, etc. You know, he's he's no fucking slouch. He is probably the mm. best bounty hunter. In the galaxy. He turns up. Final episode, we have the war between the syndicate pushing Spice across fucking Tatooine. And then you've also got uh, Boba Fett's army filled with mod bikers, Chris Danton, um, Fennec Shand, 
Mando and Grogu, who eventually chooses the mithril shirt and returns to Mando and forgoes his Jedi training. Um, two things there, John. Lovely touch when uh, R2 arrives with Grogu. Loved it. Loved every yep. moment of it. Beautiful. Just so good to have <laughs> R2. The mechanic woman is brilliant. I love her. I think yeah. she's great yeah, in she's the good. show. She's perfect yeah. tonally. Um, great for sort of bouncing stuff off of the droid humors great worked well with r2 and to have grogu just back was incredible um i want to talk about i'll tell, I'll I'll can... tell you what weirded Go me on. out about her though Go on. so grogu turns up she's yeah. like hey the little guy's here and it's like i know he didn't fly the ship obviously i know you know it was flown by r2 that's fine so all right you know you have to mug the audience off but whatever um, and then she's like, right, get those shitty little disgusting slimy worms out because uh, Grogu <laughs> wants hungry. to eat. So like, who else is eating that? Who's eating that? Is she eating that? Is well, that what she eats? Mate, I'll tell you something. She does concern me because she slept with a Jawa. And now... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> each to their own. Very hairy. Each to their own. Very what hairy. They look like? Yeah, very hairy. Yeah. Little fellas. Yeah. What are they going? What's going on disgusting. over there? Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. There you go. Yeah. So I'm just saying, she is probably eating them. She's fucking, I don't know, she's crazy. Yeah. She does what she wants. Yeah, well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but what was fun is, yeah. obviously we lost um, Mando's ship in um, season two of The Mandalorian. And what ship do they, I actually loved this whole moment of restoring this Naboo starfighter from the pre-Empire era. Because when you watch the prequels and then you see episodes four, five, and six, there's a very interesting reason why everything looks so outdated and old. And it's because the Empire's basically just disregarded any of that shit and it, it pushed its own stuff out. And all of that old, new looking tech has just degraded into nothingness or disappeared from the, from the galaxy. So to see this Naboo ship not only restored like a kit car which was awesome but then also to see the pod racer type sequence with mando <laughs> driving it yeah, i was like, gonna test this, this out is... yeah oh my god it was amazing it was so i'm just gonna test this fun. out and just drive around episode one for a bit <laughs> <laughs> hey anakin slow down <laughs> you punk um yeah yeah, no, it was, I yeah, loved that was, it. That like, was mad. Did you like have it? Like, I like that's his new ship. I mean, it's going to be amazing for some for some um, yeah, yeah, battles. Yeah. I mean, and R two. I mean, that would, that would definitely shift some Lego, wouldn't it? Oh, Mandalorians got it on pre order. Naboo Starfighter, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, but yeah, R two well, yeah, seeing exactly that as well. R two seeing that Starfighter. That's very interesting because. R2 was in that ship with Anakin, not that literal ship. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, another one like it. That was just those little moments for me where it's like his, the dots connecting of characters is really special. And I love that. That's probably one of the best cameos of the season was um, that ship. Certainly, like, um, when you talk about the the budget and the effects and, I mean, that bit where it kind of uh, rises out and mm. then it's it's above the city yeah and the way it looks Aspera, yeah. it like it just looks amazing oh like, it looks so it doesn't good. look out of place no it doesn't look like someone's just copied and pasted it over a, a yeah. bit of land yeah where you're yeah. like oh that's a bit shoddy that um, oh, it's beautiful yeah just ridiculous 
absolutely Abs- ridiculous absolutely ridiculous um so now you have grogu mandu chrysanthemum the droid uh mod people mandu. Um, oh, mandu. The, two, the two piggies the gamorgans who get fucking yeah. pushed off a cliff love them so they're yeah. great why um, are they letting themselves get pushed off a cliff <laughs> Swing for the fence. They've got an axe, and he swing for the fences, mate. Uh, I was gutted when they Fucking died. Mate. I love them. I love those guys. They're uh, brilliant. They were um, so ob- it was so obvious that they were going to die, though. When you were doing like loads of the uh, the clips, and it's like, well, they're not going to kill any of those droids. And definitely nope. not going to kill the Wookie. Nope. And then you just got these two copy and paste guards. So right there, you go. There's there's your red shirts, basically. And so they're definitely dead. Well, this, yeah. th- these action sequences are brilliant because you've essentially got the Syndicate versus uh, Boba Fett's army. Uh, you've got amazing um, sequence with Mando and Boba Fett both jetpacking around, fucking firing all of amazing. their amazing weapons around. That is awesome. That is yeah. awesome. And that is what you sign up for when you go into... But This is where Boba Fett starts to get a bit of a name for himself in this final episode because, you know, not only with the people of Tatooine, but the audience because we're like, fucking hell, there he is. Where's he been all season? Yeah. Here he is, finally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love. Put your mask on and get someone else to do all the spins <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and I mean, if you want to talk about sort of one of the coolest moments ever, riding a Rancor into battle and just. It looked incredible. It, it honestly, yeah. it was a mixture of puppetry, I think, and um, animation, like 3D modeling, because it looked so good. And the Rancor, like obviously another cult character from star wars canon to have it back brought by danny trejo which was weird but cool um <laughs> into this universe and then him riding why it though why is he turning up like, it's just, likes... it takes you out of it doesn't it he's in everything like, if you're quentin tarantino randomly standing there going <laughs> oh yes yeah, so basically what it is you like, what's he doing it what are you doing it's here? needless uh, yeah anyway i thought did you, did you love the rancor stuff because I was like, yeah, awesome. How are they going to turn um, the tide? And again, c- kind of like, uh, uh, it sort of represents that like famously evil big, you know, monster. character, yeah, monster. Um, and then it's like, well, no, actually, you know, he's yeah. now he's on the lovely. Now he's on the side of good. Yeah, and it's like Boba, isn't it? Like, mm. um. Yeah, I mean, it looked amazing. Uh, he's fucking tough, isn't he? Because there were a fair few times I thought he was dead oh, or dying. And like, In- no. Interesting that the door was able to kill him in Return of the Jedi, but multiple <laughs> droid shots to the chest. To the heart. <laughs> anyway, I'll let yeah. it go because it was fucking awesome. A heavy door. Very heavy door, apparently. It, but it was, um, It was like Pacific Rim, but better. It was just better. It was yeah. amazing. I mean... Godzilla yeah. versus... Maybe, Carl, maybe the rancor in... Um, Return of the Jedi was like ill. Maybe yeah, he was a bit looked, ill. Looked pretty old. It's been it's seen yeah. a, seen a few. It's just living in a pit, John. It's not going to fucking do much, is it? <laughs> Depressing. Kill yeah. me now. Well, yeah. Um, no vitamin D. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he killed himself. <laughs> Lost on purpose. <laughs> um, <laughs> Took a dive. Yeah. Yeah. Give up. Um, nah, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, Boba comes in, saves the day with the Rancor, destroys the battle droids. That looked amazing, just ripping their limbs off, fucking going for it. Mando helping out with the Darksaber. And then you've got a face-off with Cad Bane. And man, uh, Boba uses his um, training of the Tusken Raiders and his specially crafted stick staff thing 
to uh, subvert Cad Bane's expectations and kill him. Or yeah. did he? I'll tell you what I liked about that. Well, yeah. Let's just say he did. Um, I'm sure he hasn't, but he should have done. Um, I'll tell you what I liked about that. I genuinely did not see him doing that sweep and then killing no. him. No. Like, it's, they, they didn't even... They didn't even... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would have annoyed me if someone... Because he was lying there and it's like he'd accepted his fate and I was just like, fucking hell, this Boba Fett's useless, man. <laughs> um, but then there you go. He, he he swipes him, does that cool little stick, hits him on the head a couple of times. Like, mm. oh, I right, calm down. And Bonk. then, uh, yeah, stabs him in the heart. I was mm. like, Jesus. That was awesome. And then the music kicks in and it's like, oh, yeah, that is that is cool. It is cool. And it's interesting because Boba Fett and, and Cad Bane go back to the time when Boba was a child. You know, Django trained or worked with Cad Bane, you know. So there's, he's known Cad Bane his whole life. You know, there's that whole interesting thing. I mean, it's another snatched moment that you don't really quite grasp unless you know the characters. But it, they've got a history spanning 50, 60 years. You know what I mean? And so it's fucking Titanic duel when you actually think about it. So very interesting and yeah, an end to Cad Bane, I think not because I think he's another toy seller, John, and he's going to keep coming back to selling toys. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a fucking toy, it's a yeah. toy company. So well, He might have a son. Cad Shane, Cad Shane. <laughs> Why would his surname change? <laughs> oh, yeah, good, point. <laughs> good point. Chad, Chad Bane. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, Chad Bane. Sort of sounds like a pop artist, to be honest. But... It does. Probably a very successful one. Yeah. And, you know, Oof, yeah, very you know in, in Tatooine, once that bar was destroyed, they've lost a lot of artists. A lot of good musicians <laughs> died that day. So they need some more. <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift just randomly yeah. pops up. Oh, what are you doing are in you this doing now? here? Danny Trejo just applauding in the audience. I thought I thought you were done for one episode. <laughs> What's going on? Nah, man. Um, I'm here yeah. dropping off another <laughs> rancor, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ridiculous uh, anyway ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, yeah. and that's kind of the resolution of the series really the, the syndicate is wiped out by Fennec Shand the, the heads of the syndicate and the, that was good that was brutal li- literally the slug of a mayor and I can say that because he is literally a slug um, mm. he's useless he's so funny uh, they all get wiped out and uh, it, was, it a, was it a man or a woman I forget it's a man yeah the, the mayor yeah, the man slug. It sounds feminine, uh, but I think it's like a f- yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's a snail. Who knows? Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Boba is officially the daimyo of Tatooine. Uh, Mando and Grogu are reunited and are about to embark on The Mandalorian Season 3, um, where I'm sure there will be fe- uh, you know, some appearances from Jedi again. So... That's where we leave it, and I have to say it's in a very healthy place. Um, I wish uh, some of it would have been held back. I'm delighted we got it, but I wish Grogu's journey would have taken a whole season for him to be with Luke and maybe learn some more tricks and then decide to go not be part of the school. <laughs> um, yeah, I love and also tricks. Gro- Grogu's face <laughs> when he sees the lightsaber. He's like, oh, shit, what is that shiny thing? I want that. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll eat that. No. I'll eat that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I'm very excited for Mando season 3 I think 
I think the Mandalorian is now becoming arguably and Grogu Star Wars's best and most popular characters. Um, you know, I can't, oh, yeah. easy. I, I just easy. can't. I think it pulls in a non-Star Wars audience, the, the Mandalorian. There's something about it that uh, maybe Grogu is the one that pulls them in, but it is like old school Western sort of bandit lifestyle. And I think people really relate to that more than some of the, you know, when people say Star Wars, they're like, ah, oh, you're not into that, are you? Like, you know, people who aren't into it. But <laughs> <laughs> It's just that. I don't know. People. Um, yeah. But oh, you're now, not into that, are you? Oh, yeah. right. I don't even know you are. I'm just waiting in yeah, the bus that, stop. <laughs> it's, and then you go, but you're into the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, love the Mandalorian. That's what they say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. yeah. I thought, John, just before we wrap up, uh, we would just say, are you excited for it? So the next thing slated in the Star Wars universe is Obi-Wan which comes out in May, starring uh, Obi... Uh, starring Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> starring Boba Fett and yeah. Mandalorian again. Imagine that. <laughs> Probably. Like, this is years before. What's going yeah, on? What's going on? Um, uh, starring Ewan yeah. McGregor no, as Obi-Wan. And also returning is, you know, our boy Anakin. Played by... What's his face? And... Well, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Hans. Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Um, um, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get how he's how he's playing it. Like he's doesn't he's matter. Helmets on, surely. No, I think there will be scenes with it off. We talked about this. I don't like minutes. that. I I don't like that. I don't like the idea that Darth Vader is now walking around with his helmet off just because they he want won't be. He won't show. be in battle. He won't be in battle. I think there could be a scene where. Because this is the thing that's interesting to me. The adventures of Vader um, are fucking brutal. Like some of the, I haven't read all the comics. There's a lot of like comics which detail how ruthless he is. Um, killing so many people, destroying worlds. <laughs> like, you know, he is a fucking yeah. savage, bro. Well, like, that's, <laughs> so, but that's it, isn't it? This is what's interesting though, right? Because... Obi-Wan thinks he killed his brother, you know, someone who he literally, even Obi-Wan forgoes the sort of Jedi attachment thing. He loves Anakin like yep. a fucking brother, right? And he thinks he's dead. Then he must hear about this Darth Vader going around and fucking slaughtering people. And then they're going to come face to face again in this show. 100% there's going to be a battle, you know? What, you know, Duel of the Fates all over again, Right. I think there could be a scene. I think there could be a scene where, just before they fight, he takes his helmet off and says something to him. I could just like a samurai would, or like a fucking you know old medieval type battle. You put your helmet on, like in Game Game of Thrones again. Well, hello there, <laughs> Game of Thrones again. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I me off. Yeah, <laughs> what's that guy in uh, Game of Thrones, John? the greatest swordsman that ever lived who goes I wish you well in the battles to come puts his helmet on it's time to go no. do you know what I mean the, the best swordsman ever who gets killed at the Tower oh, of Joy oh shit sorry yeah um, we're Game of Thrones mega fans the, so, the sword of the morning the, yeah. the sword of the morning correct um, yes Arthur Dane well anyway whatever his name Arthur, Arthur Dane yeah Arthur there you Dane. go right um, it reminds me of that like he puts his helmet on like I could see something like that happening I mean I'm just excited because I think Star Wars in, in TV show format has handled um, its transition from movies to a live action show extremely well. 
it's given so much more room for characters to grow and different storylines to be there one of the best things about the prequel series is ewan mcgregor's obi-wan kenobi he's fantastic like he is genuinely brilliant the script at times could be a bit hokey but he did his best with what was given to him and as a jedi he looks amazing like he is one of the best jedi there's ever been so it's very exciting to me and i know hayden christian gets christianson gets a very tough time in the prequels but you have to remember he is a adolescent teenager pulled between two forces of whatever's going on thinks his love of liar (laughs) i think now Uh. as darth i think he could really do something here like really good i'm really excited and you know you say about oh is he ever going to take his helmet off fucking pedro pascal only took his helmet off once and he's been fantastic so i know but yeah but it's his voice like I mean, they're not going to have Darth Vader with Hayden Christensen's voice, are they? Why not? Because it would be shit, wouldn't yeah, it? Like, it probably will be. The whole point of Darth Vader is is to have that James Earl Jones, oh. like... Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, look, I'm excited for it, John. Whiny Hayden Christensen. Like, oh, I hate this suit. It's too heavy. But here's the thing. Hot. Are you more excited for Obi-Wan or Mandalorian Season 3? Uh, No, I mean, Obi-Wan. Because, uh, I mean, I think him eventually versus Darth Maul will be good as well. Like, Holy shit, that's coming too, I reckon. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they're definitely planning for it because mm. they've already and told the wider audience that Darth Maul's still alive with Han uh, in Solo. Solo, yeah. Yeah. And so, we also know that <clears throat> Ahsoka's main rival for a long time was Darth Maul, like her big bad was Darth Maul so that's got wiggle room as well and Darth Maul's a Darth Maul you're rubbish he's a fantastic character Anakin would have wiped the floor with you wouldn't he Mm. oh yeah yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) no no it'll be good it'll be good Um, no I'm I'm excited for it and I'm I'm excited to see what Ewan McGregor can do with uh, you know some some new new material yeah and he's and Obi-Wan's going to be in a very interesting place um you know he the whole jedi order has been destroyed he essentially killed his brother he's literally just a warden of a child who is a baby at this the whole point. series is just going to be cast away just him <laughs> just knocking about in a desert yeah literally with a droid <laughs> keeping himself yeah. interested any way he can you leave you know think of that whichever way you want draws a face um, on r2d2 i've already got a face <laughs> we'll turn yeah. My name's R2-D2, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Anyway, um, no, it's uh, it's going to be fantastic. And I, I'm genuinely... Disney buying Star Wars obviously is, has enabled the, the series to grow. The films, you know, 7, 8 and 9, say what you want about the conclusion, but 7 and 8, I know we both had an amazing time with. Um, defi- definitely rekindled our love for the, for the, for the series and... And now I'm just excited that they've that they've decided to diversify into these shows and, and give other characters and different uh, periods of the Star Wars history a chance to shine that isn't just focused around Luke Skywalker or um, you know, the, Je- the Jedi Order. So that that's going to be fant- fantastic. So, yeah, that's it, yeah. John. Thanks for joining me. Good. Um, no, it was good. I, it was um, good. Yeah. No, look, the, the Disney took a lot of flack. Um 
with the films, but I mean they're they're seriously pulling it back now with uh, with the Mandalorian and okay, I mean the book of Boba Fett was not as good as I was hoping it would be, but it was still still very good and had some mm. excellent moments. Exactly. So roll on Obi Wan. Exactly, and I think if you love a show like it's all the universe that Star Wars is you live for moments like that it's not about it mm. is about good storytelling of course but it's those jaw-dropping moments that you remember you know when you see a force ghost of yoda or you see characters that you haven't seen for decades like luke reappear and stuff like that it's just those moments well, that you remember and cherish quite gone quite gone or be exactly maybe one money bloody hope so definitely bloody hope mm. so definitely very good jedi so anyway yeah. Thanks, John, for joining me. Uh, and thank you, audience, for our uh, listening to our Bubba Fett spoiler cast, uh, Mandalorian 2.5 spoiler cast. Me and John are going to crawl back into the Sarlacc pit now um, to disintegrate ourselves into nothingness. Uh, but fear not, we'll be yep, back. To be digested for the next <laughs> thousand years. <laughs> exactly right. We'll be back in the next few weeks. There's a lot of podcasts coming up. Uh, we've obviously got reviews of uh, amazing films like The Batman. Uh, we've got a worst of Netflix coming up. Uh, another 60 minutes i'm sure and uh, john's coming over to australia soon uh, to visit so we're going to have the three minute men live together which live. is going to be fantastic <laughs> definitely not definitely not live, live. but as live, live. as could be streamed yeah <laughs> who knows we could do with some beers could do could do yeah thanks listeners mm. as i said if you want to support us more go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical it's in the show notes any support greatly appreciated thank you to all of our amazing patreons and we'll catch you all on the next one See ya, and may the force be with you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>